All right, welcome to episode 00067 of Premium Unleaded. We're sadly down one member. Uh, John is what, off gallivanting in Illinois, in Ch- Chicago land, home of the Blackhawks. Let's Touchy not talk subject. about the Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a little while since we potted. We attempted to pod last night and a second member flaked out. Of, I don't know if we want to talk about that, but. Finally here. We're finally recording. Low energy night. You know, I'm gonna yeah. Was, <laughs> I like Rob's shirt. I'm a little. I, I want to dig into that later. Yale Forestry. Um, yeah, so you got to bring the energy. It's a late pod. I, I mean, I don't know what time it is in Zulu. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, what time is it in Zulu? Zero one hundred. Zero one hundred. And we are what? plus four. Yep. What is it? Where is Zulu? At the zero latitude, zero longitude. Oh, got it. Okay. But it does not take into account. It does not change for daylight saving time. So, uh, although we are five hours away from Greenwich time right now. Did, did you? Oh, that's another great shirt. Um, a premium and leaded original t-shirt did you know i was watching a of course you didn't know this i'm going to share this i did not know this um i was watching an episode of veep on the airplane the other day and it was one of those episodes where they make their way into the situation room long story short they had a washington clock they had a potus clock and they had a zulu clock really yeah oh my gosh maybe rob's onto something there so now, I that you, something. I now that yeah, <laughs> now that you explained what it is, I I could see myself getting more into this. I think it's just when you say Zulu time, it sounds like a Pacific island or something like that. Random. <laughs> so the Zulus were actually in South Africa, so close Pacific <laughs> island, but uh, I, good, good, good. I guess Southern Hemisphere. Uh, yeah. This is actually. Let's go into what happened last night when I missed the pod. Yeah, let's because it is relative is is related to Zulu time. Yeah, let's so, get into it. It's not like we have three races to cover. Let's get into it. <laughs> first fun. things first. Um, I was trying to set up a call with my local lawyer in the Philippines, and he said I'm available at ten o'clock my time. So I hop on the internet and I do a little time conversion. Twelve hours, easy. Right. And I see 10, 10 in the morning, his time is 10 in the night, my time. So I hop onto Outlook and put in a meeting for 10 p.m. for me, which is 10 a.m. for him, which is what he told me. Then I get a notice, an email in Outlook saying, hey, your guy has just joined your meeting. This is at 9 p.m. This is when we we're supposed to be doing the pod last night. So I, I was under a lot of pressure at work, needed this information. I had to jump in the meeting and get it. I thought it was going to be a five minute meeting. You know, those lawyers, they bill by the minute. So he dragged it out. Long story short, if we had been more clear about Zulu, I think that would have been avoided. No, no. The guy just couldn't read his calendar correct. Outlook does all of that for you. So he joined at his 9 a.m., correct? Yes. Now, I think let, me ask, so. let me ask you, I have, I have a couple of questions. <laughs> He's like about to, to lower you right now. First of all, 
You said he bills by the hour. Is it? Is this not a, a minute a coworker of yours? No, it's an out, outside lawyer. Got it. Okay. And the other, you also said not on the pod, but in another um, place that he, you don't like him. Is that correct? Or he's difficult? I was looking for something quickly and I didn't want to like get into it and have to justify myself. I'm the client. If I want something, give it to me. Right. So why are you meeting at 10 o'clock at night, your time? <sighs> I mean, you needed it that the next morning. You needed it. ASAP, I needed, so I, needed ASAP and that was the first availability yeah are we going to talk about what exactly you needed from this Filipino you know, pan can't talk about it okay <laughs> fair enough wow well I, I don't think Zulu solved that issue but uh, no, it, it, couldn't, it couldn't have hurt <laughs> it couldn't have made it worse <laughs> so let's get back to Formula One here as mm-hmm. Andrew mentioned we've got we we haven't potted in three races to bring everybody up to speed we had Baku Azerbaijan, France, and Austria. Um, I would say just overall, couple couple snoozer races. France and Austria, generally speaking, oh, Azerbaijan oh, always delivers. Um, but we've seen major changes to the constructor constructor and drivers championship, which I think we'll dissect for the most part on the pod today. Andrew, um, you know, I actually I, I do hate. Paul, whatever was it? Paul Ricard? Is that the name of the track? It's awful. Looks terrible. Makes just you it, dizzy. Stay with a little bit more of a French accent, please. Paul Ricard. I hate that. <laughs> um, but I actually, I, I really found that race quite entertaining. I thought there was a ton of strategy, especially on the tires. I'm sure our tire guy will get into it. Um, more deg degradation than you're used to, and it forced the hands of a couple of of teams. I thought. I thought it made for a very exciting race. Um, please, yes. I I have to. Uh, speaking of tires, a lot tire guy get into it, but I think the Balikad uh, tr- circuit <laughs> nice. Nice actually has a pretty genius approach to the track limits. You put on that paint that has extreme degradation on the tires if you run wide. It's not pretty oh. to look at. It's very hard to tell one part of the track from another but i think it's a it's a cool solution as opposed to i didn't, just gravel I didn't know pits. that that's very smart yeah i didn't so my understanding was not was that it was not uh, extreme degradation like you it was that it was very grippy uh, both did you see one i think it was a ferrari went off in free practice and it just ripped a hole in the tire no i didn't see that i thought they were all saying that their tires weren't lasting as long as they thought they would because of the high deck yeah, that's true so that so you do agree that there's high deg well we're talking about the the paint versus just on track oh okay i'm just talking track in general was it degraded the tires quicker than people thought yeah and they were all planning on a one stopper and and um they went two. i mean i think the two stopper was the better strategy and so that 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 you know this weekend they're going a step softer with all the tires so you know we know a two stopper is faster than a one stopper. Will a three stopper be in the cards for anybody? So it should be interesting. Uh, just question about the overall, you know, rundown of this pod. Are we going to go race by race or should we just, okay. So just I, the Polika, I thought it was awesome. The, <laughs> the battle, the chase down of Max to Lewis was just yeah, that was that was awesome. Really fun she to just, watch. 
just before we get into that, just the Max versus Lewis piece, tires, Baku had the major incident with both Stroll yes. and yeah. Verstappen. Can we get a comment from the tire guy? I know Pirelli came out and said it's not our fault. It's the it's the drivers and the team's fault. We see, we find nothing, but I'm not sure. I find that um, I guess it's plausible, but all all the team said they had no signs of any any issues coming. What's the tire guy have to say? That there wasn't going to be deg- that that level of degradation. Well, do you think you think it was Pirelli's fault that these these failed or you think the teams were just not paying attention to the signs, the right signs? Um, I think that there were no signs, but I, I think that they were running them at artificially low pressures. And that for maybe for what, maybe for whatever reason, I don't know that causes failure without warning. Hmm. I mean, that's a, that's nobody, nobody, none of those teams, they weren't accused explicitly, but they, everybody knew that Pirelli was saying you were, you were playing games with the pressure and that's what happened. And, and it's not Red Bull and uh, Aston Martin. Neither one came out and said, no, that's a false accusation. Pirelli, this is, you got to look into this more. Everyone's like, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fine. I, uh, I think I guess that sounds right. But um, come back to your point, Andrew. If not for that tire failure, Max would have been on a three-race winning or four-race winning streak. Right now, he's just won three out of four. Um, and Lewis has only made the podium twice out of those races. So uh, I think since the last time we've potted, there's been a flip-flop in the standings. Max is in first and kind of running Man. away with it, but. Manny. I actually didn't see the Paul Ricard uh, chase down, so I was I was oh, traveling. But great, great stuff. And that was even a race where Ferrari just looked terrible. I mean, I think they qualified decently well, but um, the tire deg issue really hit them hit them quite hard. So they were out of it. Neither Ferrari finished in the points in at Paul Ricard, which is <laughs> just crazy. Um, but. Yeah, even even with that, I was still pretty much glued to the TV. So the the end of that race was I feel like that this happened last year, I forget which race it was, but felt very similar. And uh Max just yeah, had complete control. Looked awesome. Where's everybody? Can we just do a quick temp check on everybody's teams? And Rob, I'm hoping since um whatever your team is is not really a factor. I'd I'd also like you to answer for Mercedes. <laughs> um Let's start with Ferrari. Andrew, where are you for the rest the rest of the year? And if you want to start talking about 2022, I know some teams are already starting stopping developing. Yeah, um, I I I'm in a good spot. I think I feel pretty optimistic, and I feel like Ferrari is overachieving where I thought they'd be. Um, I think it's gonna be neck and neck, and just based on any given week, what the track setup is like, who's gonna who's gonna come out ahead between McLaren and Ferrari. Um, I like Ferrari's chances to finish third, but I'm sure Rob will have a, an opinion on that one. And I'm very optimistic for next year. Uh, I'm hearing rumors that Leclerc has already did some testing of the new car in the sim. And it is just, 
a different car and that is it could either be really good or really bad <laughs> yeah i mean you just you're just bullish on their 2021 form and now you're saying it's great that no, but they, yeah, totally but they, different. I mean, they delayed it they delayed it you know that they their 20 their 2022 car was their 2021 car everybody knows so don't hit me with that that's 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 bs <laughs> Let's not let's not let's not go at each other's throats, Rob. Just because it's McLaren versus Ferrari, I'm I'm concerned okay. about about Ricardo for you. I think oh, he's yeah. I, I honestly didn't mean to say whatever. What's your what's your team's name? I genuinely forgot. McLaren, just a brain brain <laughs> fart. Why don't you Why don't you address address Andrew's question? Oh God. On uh, on um, um, what's his question? Is Danny uh, Rick get into it? What do you think about Should McLaren? He be fired? And I'd like yeah. you. I'd oh. like you to touch on Danny, Danny Rick. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to fire him halfway through the season. I think you ha- carry him. He's dis- he's disappointing. Alonso's gotten on top of his car. Vettel's yeah. gotten on top of his car. I'd like to see Danny Rick on top of the McLaren. You keep him for this year, and you also keep him for next year. They they experience and continuity going to a whole new concept car will be very valuable. Um, but I, he, this is like Red Bull in 2020, where you have a serious handicap in the race for the constructors championship, because one driver just is not scoring points at the rate he needs to Lando is in what third place overall or fourth place overall. Crushing it. In the driver's championship, um, which is astounding. And if Danny Rick were anything like that, McLaren would be feeling pretty comfortable. I have to say, I think McLaren, I was skeptical at your start, but I do think they're going to get third now. I don't think, I think Ferrari has some real problems, especially on softer tires and high deck tracks. Look for them to struggle this weekend. Um and why would they struggle this weekend like versus last weekend because all those tires are going to be softer so last weekend's medium is this weekend's hard oh so it's going to be at least least a two stopper i love the five colors they should bring it back it was seven colors for one (laughs) it's outrageous well, before we get to, we'll collectively address Mercedes. Um, it's hard not to be bullish as a Red Bull fan. You've got Max in tip-top form. The car seems to perform on different track types. Traditionally, Red Bull has has developed well during season. Uh, yeah. Checo's coming into form. He's in third place after a little bit of a sluggish start in the drivers' championship. So. We've got another race coming up where we just did really well at the track. It's it's hard not to be bullish. If in the constructors, they've got a like a forty point lead, uh, and Max has a eighteen point lead in the drivers. So obviously those can disappear in one race. But um, yeah, it, it it feels good to be a Red Bull fan these days. I won't. Patience has really paid off. I'm, I certainly am not a Red Bull fan, but I will not disagree that it looks pretty dire for Mercedes at this moment. Um, what are these rumors that they're just moving on to 2022 development? I would have said something like, you know, they're all playing mind games with each other, saying, 
you know, trying to say like, oh, I'm starting on my next year's car now. So the other person does. And look, Mercedes wants to win the championship. They're going to work on this car. They already have some things in the pipeline. Apparently, after everyone's had their say, I think the truth of the matter is that they are stopping to stopping to put things into the pipeline. But the pipeline is probably several months long, so they're going to continue to work those things through and continue to bring them for several months. Mercedes is not about to stop developing the car. They're going to stop developing new things for the car. But I, I will see. I mean, we have what? Two more races and then we have the summer break. Three more races and then the summer break. Um, you guys ready for a little quiz? Give yeah. me the odds on Give me the odds on the top three drivers championship and the top three constructors championship. Top four what that, constructors. What does that mean? Give me the odds. Is it minus five hundred for Max, meaning he's a shoe in? Oh. Uh, what's Lewis at minus again? Is is they think it's going to happen? Favorite. Plus is yes. So give me top three for drivers and top four for constructors because I want to see your answers between Ferrari and McLaren. Um, we'll simplify drivers. Just give me Max and Lewis. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, the not much of, I'm not much the of money? a handicapper, but I will guess. I think this, this, the sharps are on Max minus. Yes, they are. Minus 250. No way. I would say minus 140. <laughs> and where do you guys think Lewis is? Uh, plus 120. <laughs> plus one plus 110 um well you you each won one person max is at minus 225 oh and, holy and lewis is at plus dude. 150 money thinks max is running away with this dude i i would i'm pretty close that i should handicap and it's even Drop. more it's even more extreme when you come to the top two in constructors. Red Bull's at minus two seventy-five and Mercedes is at plus one seventy-five. So if you could each just put the odds for Ferrari and McLaren to win the constructors. I might, I, it's a I might take I I would rather have money on the Mercedes with those odds yeah. than Red Bull. Plus one seventy five. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean odds that Ferrari wins the constructor, they're Yes, That's, I I just want them in context with one another. Uh, plus plus two thousand. And McLaren. Plus eighteen hundred. Uh, McLaren <laughs> twelve, Ferrari two thousand. Ferrari is plus ten thousand. My McLaren God. is plus 50,000. <laughs> that's crazy. So I, I know that's not for third place. That's for the winner of the Constructors' Championship, but I think it's, it gives us some good context. Do they have odds for third? Uh, no. Okay. That's wild. Plus I also think, I mean, look, odds are really influenced by fans who oh, want yeah. to have money on it. So, like, the Tifosi are going to put money on Ferrari and make those odds <laughs> artificially. Oh, Andrew, don't you, you call, think that's true? So you're calling it Italians aren't that stupid. Why would they put all that money on Ferrari to? Uh, I mean, 
You think you you really think that the Tifosi are skewing the odds by by what was it fifty thousand to ten thousand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you seen have you seen Italy's Italy's economies in the in the tank? That's because they put all their money on Ferrari. <laughs> oh man, I love calling him the. Can you start calling me a Tifosi or what is it? Would I be a Tifoso? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I should get a shirt and it says Tifosi. I'll look for one. Um, okay, that's good. We had a good betting. I mean, I, I did not realize the odds were that bad. But yeah. That segment was brought to you by Low T, the yeah. betting corner. Who will be seeing soon? Oh, yeah. Next weekend. Delightful. Excellent. We should get a, we should get an in-person interview on the on maybe after a couple... <laughs> After a couple uh, pops after the race, maybe. Yeah, interview. that's definitely. We'll just record a little clip. They'll splice in. Yeah, be good. Okay, so what was that, Paul Kika? Did we get three hit on the other ones? <laughs> no. Austria. I just want to say Baku is the greatest track around. They should have more races there. Talking about good track. doing met back to back weekends. Put mm-hmm. it there. Back Look, back I, Baku. I would say Max had what's coming to him because. <laughs> Red Bull was shooting on the tires, so his tire blowout. I'm glad he wasn't hurt, but you cheat and you pay the consequences. Lewis did possibly the dumbest thing that I've ever seen him do. Yeah. He was even warned about it during the red flag before. It was like, Lewis, don't, I think they said, don't be stupid. And instead of taking 18 points, which is how much is he losing to Max right now by? 18. Okay, he'd be tied right now if he had just stayed in second place. Instead, he got greedy, went for first place. The break, break magic. You know, can you, can you, win, you don't the... win the constructors' championship settling for second place. I, you I gotta are... trust. I gotta trust Lewis's instinct. But you can lose five it. Time. You but can you lose, can it. lose so, it. So wait, you so, need sorry. to be strategic. Can, can and we just take it. a step back? Can you explain the scenario a bit more for? The, a little bit of context for the listeners. Just just, just the right amount. Okay, Max was running away with the race. He was going to win. And then his tire blew out on the home straight and put him into the wall. So it was a bad crash. They had to stop the race. Lewis was going to be in second place to Perez, I believe. Yep. Uh, they cleaned up the track. They put the drivers back out. I think it was a standing start. It was. And... They, the lights go out and they charge down to the first corner and Lewis, instead of, as the people told him, being conservative, making sure that he got the 18 points for second place, locked up his brakes and finished like dead last. Yeah. He, he uh, and got, over, and got he zero points. The, and got zero uh, points. And so there was there was an element of like he had flipped the wrong switch and the brake bias was off and that's what caused the lock off. It wasn't just pure aggression. But I have to think that if he were being a little bit more careful instead of being as aggressive as possible, that could have been avoided. And Andrew or Charlie, whoever said you, you don't win the championship by being conservative, he, Lewis has often said like I have to be conscious that I'm up against guys who they don't care. They don't care if they crash as much as I do because they're just going for a winner buff. I'm working on off season long goal. I am trying to be more careful. So I think that Max has put him under real pressure. 
and I think that was, as I said, the biggest mental mistake that I've seen Lewis make in his career. Yeah, no doubt it was a huge mental mistake. I'm just saying he knows he's in for a dogfight the rest of the season, just like the Nico uh, season where the lead at the end of this thing is going to be in the single digits is what I think is going to happen. Wow. And you can't pass up the opportunity for seven points. He, he's a better driver than Checo. He had the corner. He just made a mistake. I mean, I, I'm trusting the five-time world champion over you. Mm. Sorry. Fair, fair points by both. Um, uh, my heart says I got a side here with you take those 18. You lock those 18 yeah. points up. You guys are a bunch of hindsight, maybe Thursday hindsight, evening quarterbacks here. Of oh. course, hindsight. It was just such a bad mistake, but that's what made the race awesome. I mean, that standing start was phenomenal. Yeah, not great um, for the racers, but great for the fans. Just great for the fans. Terrific. I think having, um, I know Charlie said maybe they go back to back in Azerbaijan. I can't imagine how disruptive that would be to a, to a metropolis like <laughs> Baku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, fair point. Center of the city, two, two road races, back to back weekends. But hey, maybe not much goes on in. Baku. Think of the money they'll get. Um, yeah. Speaking of Mercedes, is is Botas in his Botas 12.0? Is he in a death spiral? Is he in a bad place? <laughs> you know, John has leaked us information that Georgie Boy is what taking version, the What version is he on? 12.0? <laughs> 12.0. I think that Mercedes does not win the championship this year, and that um, causes Mercedes to take a chance on Georgie boy. Like, oh, we got to change something. I, for one, am excited for Georgie boy. I bet the other drivers and, or people in the paddock just roast Botas. I mean, he's just such a loser. I Is think. He? I think so. I just, I'd never really, I mean, do you like he him? Well, I, he seems likable enough. He, I just want to go back to Finland. He was, came off as very sour grapes this past week, and it for. His background, he he was in, I think, free practice, and he they were testing how to come out of the pit box in different ways, yeah. and he came out in second gear, and there was too much tire spin, and he went sideways, yep. which is obviously very dangerous with the guys there holding cables and stuff, and he got a grid penalty, and then he came out, and the media was like, oh, everybody in this sport is out to get you. It just seemed a little bit much. Yeah, just stop. Um. He's had I, one. I find myself rooting for him because I feel so bad, but he's not a likable guy in my opinion. Why? I mean, tell you, tell me this. Why do all the people in Finland, none of them like him? They all love Raikkonen. Not, not that they like Raikkonen more. They do not like Botas. That's who very. Who, let's get this out of the way. Who doesn't love Finland? Finland polls, I have to say. Oh, you should look at the odds for. Kimmy's for also a world champion. <laughs> Yeah, but you could like a young up and coming driver. Not, not that he's up and coming anymore, but I <laughs> Botas feel like... is young and he's not up and coming. <laughs> I'm saying five or six years ago, I think he was this very similar um, opinion of him, which is they don't like him. I think I think there's something there. I'd like to dig into it more. I'm gonna put you guys on the spot. Does does anybody know the background behind this ban on the Russian flag? What's the context? <sighs> Uh, I, I asked because I'm looking at the schedule here and Stalin? and not too far from now there's Russia and they have the little country flags by each race and oh, they weird. just put blank for Russia. 
I think it has something to do with uh, an international governing body uh, prohibiting in sporting. Uh, did it have to do with the Olympics doping? Oh, is yeah, it? I think it had to do with doping, but I don't know if it's it's not the That's, FBI, that's weird that Formula One is like, yeah, we'll take that off our website. Anyway. Can you pronounce try to pronounce the this next Austrian Grand Prix? It's a good one. The grosser price of on Austerlik. Where do they come up with these sponsors? It's crazy. Uh, well, actually, that the umlaut is an e, so it's like a ust, ustrich. ustrich. Oh, well, what's the one before that then? What does grocer mean? <laughs> Grand Prix, the, the Grand oh, Prix of Stellermark. Stellermark. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think we need to immerse ourselves a little bit more in in the cultures of each country that we're visiting here. I mean, we should be doing um, more trips. So we do, maybe we could do like a themed watch next time. Like we went to Rob's, maybe we should get into this now. We went to Rob's for a lovely race watch. Uh, What a great time. All right. Um, So not this weekend, everybody will be on their separate things, but uh, Great Britain will have lukewarm beer. Oh, yes. um, Bangers and mash. This is awesome. This is especially, oh, you have to talk in a British accent. The full, the full English breakfast. Crack on. Okay. <laughs> then hungry. Okay, I can do Yeah, Zabos can do something. I will make a dish. I will make a dish. Everybody gets a visa. <laughs> what about for Belgium? What we, oh, waffles. I have a waffle maker. So I was walking the dog on Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday and uh, I saw a guy wearing a Red Bull hat. Red Bull Infinity. Ah. A couple years old. And I said, oh, are you a Formula One fan? And we got to talking. And he oh. had, he and his family, they were on a trip to Europe and it was overlapped with the Belgian Grand Prix and they went there. And he said it was a kind of miserable experience. Didn't sound like a huge F1 fan, but he described something like getting up at four in the morning to get on buses because it's out oh. in the middle of nowhere. Cool. And then kind of everybody knew what they were doing and he didn't get seats. So you know, they could only walk around on on the on the grass and try and find a place. And you know, oh, that game doing had those seats and um, that, that's classic, though, right? You know, like the first time you go to one of those races, you have no idea. The thing is, he's got to go back to Belgium, though. You know, now he knows. Well, it also sounded a little tough. Like, I don't want to take a two-hour bus ride out to the track. I mean, it's it's so great in in Montreal yeah. where you're right there in the city yeah. as you experience the city and then you're at the track and you're at the casino. It's all right at your fingertips. I don't really trust got, this guy as a source. Dude, yeah, he seems like a poser. I'll, yeah, totally. I've got a coworker <laughs> actually who loves F1, um, very interested in going to the next uh, Montreal Canadian Grand Prix. Mm. He's been to Monaco. He's legit. He is a he is a huge Mercedes Lewis fan. That's my that's one oh. problem. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is the year I make it down to Austin. Maybe we reach out to uh, the and say we've got a we've got a group. Can we get some kind of ticket deal? I thought we were going to, for media passes. Yeah, I mean that's a no brainer. Oh, yeah. well, no. no. Well, we'll get them. We'll get our friend a deal, and we'll get media passes. <laughs> <laughs> we got a podcast. 
Could you imagine what question, what question, who would you ask a question to? What would the question be? <laughs> I've heard you're not liked in Finland. True or false? Um, <laughs> what, what temperature do you like your sauna at? That's all he does is sit in his stupid sauna. Honestly, I don't think this is out of the question that we get a uh, media pass. I mean, I was just reading some article about how Joe Rogan has a $100 million Spotify deal. What, what are his qualifications? We at least watch Formula One. He has a bunch of you listeners. Know what it, yeah, you know what, yeah, people listen to what he puts out. <laughs> well, give us time, okay? I would love for start. you to start working on our media passes to any race. If you can get well, them I mean, to any race, yeah. I'll be there. Send Japan, an email. I'll be there. Rob, I, you, it does not hurt to send an email to the whatever. There's got to be some kind someone to talk to at, <laughs> at Circuit Gilles Villeneuve that would help us out. <laughs> All right. I'll look into it. Yeah, definitely. Let me check our stats while I've got you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, let's my let's not read those on air, please. My mother-in-law was asking who listens to this because she, she found was. it inconceivable. Did she say it in a rude way? <laughs> no, no. She was in a genuine curious way. Sure, sure, sure. I was like, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, I get that. I'll be honest. I get that question a lot, too. But... Um, we do it for the, the love of the game. The, yeah, yeah. That. I mean, the, the problem is, is we need to we need to pod more regularly because that really hurts our. Oh our yeah, that does kill us. All right, let's get something on the books for next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, well. No, do we want to? We didn't even do life updates this this time around. Yeah, we got to get to life updates. I'll start. Um, hmm. I just got. I just returned from a nice vacation holiday i should say in south dakota what a it's really it's not what you expect out there um very lovely scenery good hiking great well, you were under us let's be clear you were in the black hills which is a very scenic Correct. area it's not like yes but even the prairie is nice and then the badlands is just in the middle of nowhere that's kind of wild so i would recommend it as a place to visit it was very cool uh, I would I would go back and do more camping and hiking, but it's it's a really cool place to go. Um, so that was most of what's been going on. Headed to Cape Cod for the July Fourth weekend, leaving in the morning. Try to avoid traffic. Um, and then we've got the Cape Cod getaway in two weeks, but we'll talk about it next week. We'll, we're guaranteed to pod next week, so but that's it for me. Andrew? Um, let's see. My parents are in town right now. That's, that's great. They're watching Brower because John has left Brower um, home alone. Just sad. So they're in town. They're staying till Sunday morning. Uh, looking forward to this lovely long weekend. No plans. Staying in Boston. It's been just wicked hot, you know? Um trying to think what else yeah i mean we had a lovely race watch that was great i saw some some friends over the weekend um i am getting ready geared up for end of july which there will be a trip to rangeley maine and very much looking forward to that in i guess let's see one update Emmett started to walk just taken off like a maniac so that, that's been fun um yeah and then Charlie's been fixing up my bike. 
So let's see how that turns out. Hopefully it'll be ready to go. I've had fun with that as well. Yeah. So I'm actually my first, what is this? What is it called? Cape Cod getaway? My first one. So I long anticipated debut for, (laughs) yeah, I finally got a bike. The dominoes really had to fall <laughs> right into place, and they finally did this year. And now I've Speak, got a bike. Speaking of bikes, my my new bike finally came in. I had some issues. Let me but... tell that story. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Charlie's away in South Dakota. Not only am I watering his plants, but I see a box <laughs> on his porch. Huge box. Basically, it says, steal me. So I take <laughs> it and put it on the back. Um, a handlebar sticking out. So I, I deduce that it's a bike text charlie said hey i think your bike's here he goes i'd rather not have my expensive bike sitting outside on my porch so i hustle back get it put it in his basement and you know charlie will explain more but that thing is bent to it's not so bad but there's some there's some issues with it um there's some damage but, to the box yeah. so andrew did me a number of solids last week but yeah. uh it's a little, still a little fresh. Maybe I'll talk about the bike next week. Yeah. Anticipation of Cape Cod getaway, but yeah. let's just say Ribble did me dirty. Um, <laughs> and Parcel Force, who delivered it, said they were going to require a signature and then just chucked it on the porch and didn't oh. no one signed. So terrible. Great companies. Terrible. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Yale Forestry, um, you want to go? Uh, well, uh, I'd say I have some good and some bad life updates. Let's start. Good. I'll do a bad sandwich. Good. I got back into bike racing and did two bike races at the Wells Avenue Criterium. I haven't raced in 12 years, so that was fun to get back into that. Didn't embarrass myself. Bad. I was in a house with three children and three dogs and a cat for four days. Uh, And one dog got so excited every morning, she would run downstairs, jump on the other dogs, and then pee on the front rug that we had literally, and I don't mean that like some Gen Zer, we had literally purchased the day before. Uh, What's the new generation? Is it not Alpha? Those are kids, though. Those are like, who's the one calling millennials chuggy? Is that are those Gen Zers? Zers, Z, Z, Z is at war. Chuggy, yeah. I don't even understand this. (laughs) Alpha, alpha. Those are kids, though. Those are like, who's the one calling millennials chuggy? Is that are those Gen Zers? Zers, Z, Z, Z is at war. Chuggy, yeah. I don't even understand this. Chuggy, <laughs> remember remember that word. old segment where yeah, we used to good talk word. about um, social media things that Rob didn't understand. That was a good segment. Chuggy uh, is up, oh, definitely. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so luckily, two of those dogs are gone. Ladybird was actually a very good guest. It was just hard to walk three dogs. Uh, I still have the three kids though, so that's an ongoing issue. Um, and then. Good. Well, that, that's actually the good part of the sandwich that, that I no longer have that, all that madness in the house. Um, I am on, I'm in Maine, Drake's Island right now for good, for good and bad. Um, 
we decided to come up here a little bit early for the long weekend to try and escape the heat, but that failed. And it was <clears throat> 96 degrees Fahrenheit in the office that I was working in on Wednesday about 4 p.m. Oh my 96. God. I had a wet washcloth on my head and no shirt. So that made the video conferencing very tricky because I had to be very confident. My, my uh, camera was turned off. <laughs> awkward to say the least. I know you said you're, you're free of three dogs, but how many cats are you surrounded by this weekend? two and i just in the middle of the pod i actually had to get up to referee a fight between a cat that wanted to come up the stairs and a dog that was not going to move out of the top of the stairs because they wanted to go down the stairs and finish off the wet cat <laughs> what dog what a battle lexi yeah so it's always it's always a good time and uh it's about to go from 96 degrees on wednesday to, I think it's going to be, again, literally 40 degrees Fahrenheit cooler in the next Fahrenheit. day or two. This is Fahrenheit, you say? Sight. Well, you, if you want to drop a big number, you go to Fahrenheit. Yeah. So. Wow. So how long, so when, how long are you and Drake's for, did you say? We're coming back Monday. And then when are you returning to Drake's? Well, I don't know. I mean, Annie will probably come up here midweek, but I've got rowing on Wednesday, and then I'm going to go so, over to Charlie's house on Friday, and then I'm going to go to the MS ride, and then who knows? Question for you: When you uh, when she goes back midweek, she takes all the children. If she comes back here, yeah, midweek, yeah, she will. Wow, that's a nice deal for you, huh? Well, I'm missing my children. I love them dearly. <laughs> You just said one and of so the problems in your head, life right? was that you still had three kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I contain multitudes. What can I say? Yeah. I'm sure you could FaceTime with them if you really wanted to. Um, well, that sounds good. I'm glad you're having a great time there. <laughs> yeah. There's no AC, huh? I guess you don't need it usually. No, there isn't. What's that thing? What's that thing in like, was it Portland right now? The heat heat dome? You know that? Dome in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Or Seattle. Where is it? It's Seattle. really hot there. Oh, it's like 120 degrees. I know, but well, it's not. It's just a area of heat. No, it's like a special name it's called the heat dome. <laughs> All right. I mean, is this like bombogenesis? We just like to say these things. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you an article. I'll send you some literature after. Oh, um, all right. So what's our what's the next race where are we at back in austria oh god back in austria softer <sighs> tires and you already ruined it for me you said ferrari's just gonna get roasted so that's great well you know what the season's been full of surprises who knows i think we'll get a good sense of how the um soft tires holding up right but for the race but when you think about how mercedes and red bull wanted to do q2 in austria one they wanted to do q2 on mediums so they could do medium hard that would be doing qualifying on their hard i mean they're going to be the, the tire the tires are going to be an, a real issue which i think is exciting 
that's cool. Pit stops, strategy, everyone likes that. Can you see Minimum two stops. You heard it here first. Can you see my screen? Yes. Which one? Oh, this is time? the wrong. This is a different Portland, though. Yeah, Portland, Oregon. No, oh, I thought we were talking about Portland, man. Pacific Northwest continues to bake beneath a heat dome. It's <laughs> <laughs> no laughing matter. But this is an old article. This is from like Tuesday, right? Or is this Wednesday? Old article. You sent me an article a year old about wine drinking earlier. <laughs> tomato, tomato. There's <laughs> an old article. It's Tuesday. It's only Thursday. But the, the heat dome is passed. Is my point. Hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. The heat dome Sending passed. an article around about somebody, some woman saying drinking one glass of wine a night was too much. <laughs> That's a microaggression. <laughs> I won't stand for it. It's also an old article. We can agree on that. The and science on that could change dramatically. Absolutely. Like <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right. No, we should not stop recording, Charlie. <laughs> we should definitely capture all of this. <laughs> Please no. Um. All right. Good stuff. Hopefully, next let's let's keep this this streak going, guys. With more than I'm one sending out an invite for next week right now. Yeah, so good. Good. All right. This has been great. Goodbye. All right. See you guys. Bye.